What's up, everybody? It's Tom John Swan. In this episode, we're going to talk about what is the best market for short-term rental. Let's get into it. Welcome to Arbitrage to Equity, the show where you'll learn the exact tools, techniques, and action steps that people are using every day to build true passive income that transforms their lives and the lives of their families. I'm your host, Tom Swan. Now let's get down to details. One of the biggest questions that I get asked is, what is the best market for short-term rental? The answer is, there's not really one best market for short-term rental. The best market is the one that works for you and the one that works for your business. So I don't think there's one best market, but there are some markets that are better than others. It all depends on regulations. It depends on where you can make the most money. So looking at the overall map, uh, if you're looking in the U.S., which it doesn't even have to necessarily be in the United States. It can be anywhere in the world. You can make this business work anywhere. Uh, there's not one market that is necessarily the best, quote unquote, but there are great markets everywhere that you look. It all depends on how you're structured, how you're set, uh, how you're, what kind of house you have. You can make any market the best market for you. I was looking at small areas outside of major cities. Now, major cities can be great. For instance, all of my businesses here in Phoenix, in the East Valley or the greater Phoenix Valley, I should say, Scottsdale, Tempe, Chandler, Gilbert, Phoenix, uh, I have houses all in those areas and they all do great. But you have to know how to work that market. So out here, there's so many um, people that are setting up so many hosts that are setting up short-term rentals in this market that it's getting very oversaturated. Eventually, there's going to be a churn rate. There already is a churn rate happening. There's a rate of attrition of people coming in and going out at the same time where it balances out. But you need to know how to outperform that market. What I see a lot of people doing is coming to Phoenix because they say, oh, there's so many people making money in Phoenix. I can go there and make money too. But if you don't know how to structure the right way and you don't know how to market your business the right way, your properties, get them set up properly on the platforms, then you're going to come here and you're going to go broke because you're not going to make the money that you need and you're going to end up bleeding money away over time without getting that, those properties filled out. So you need to know exactly what is going to work for you and figure out what market is going to be best for you. When you're starting out, I recommend staying close to home for a market or utilizing a service to go remote, but you want to make sure that you're fully managed going remote. You want to have a team in place or have a management company or something that knows uh, somebody in that area that knows it well enough and can manage a team. You're going to need contractors. You're going to need a uh, property, somebody to go monitor the property, like a property manager. You're going to need a cleaner. You're going to need a plumber, an electrician. You're going to need all different people in that market to go and look at the house from time to time and take care of it. So if you're not in that market, you need to make sure that you have a thorough team. That's why I recommend going local first because when you're going local, you're going to build that team, you're going to build those relationships, and you can get a feel for what is actually needed and what the business entails before expanding to a remote location where you can just do it from afar. 
that being said, going into major markets, uh, generally red states or uh, states run by a the Republican Party tend to have more lenient laws and uh, not as many restrictions. But that doesn't necessarily mean that's the case in certain cities. For instance, in Dallas or Houston, there are major restrictions. Even though Texas is a heavy red state, those cities tend to have more restrictions because there are uh, so many short-term rentals that they have to put up policies in place to make sure that not just anybody's coming in there and not just anybody is running, running these rental properties and not monitoring them. So you can find though, I've looked into very small towns, small towns of tens of thousands or only a couple hundred thousand people. And they, they, they can do very well. There are towns and pockets in middle America that can do very well. You got to find places that have specific events. Uh, They're they're known for something specific. Uh, And also what the cost of the property is, because you got to keep in mind that you're competing with hotels, right? So what is a hotel room going to go for in that area versus what can somebody get a whole house for? And if you can go to a market in... Um, Ohio and get a house for a thousand dollars a month, and you're competing with hotel rooms that are renting out at a hundred dollars a night, and now you can rent that house for a hundred or a hundred and fifty dollars a night and get it filled up twenty to thirty days a month, then you can make a lot of money. You don't need to have this resort style house. You don't need to have all this overhead in these, you know. Four thousand, five thousand, six, eight thousand dollar a month houses. You can go and get just as much money, if not more, cash flow off of houses that are going to be significantly less expensive. And you're that way. Your overhead is much lower. Your cost is much lower, and you're still getting the same amount of traffic. It doesn't need to be a resort area. It doesn't need to be a high uh, vacation destination town. You can also do this internationally. So, you know, Costa Rica is you know, internationally, I tend to look at areas that are much more vacation rental heavy um, because, you know, the people primarily from the U.S. are going to be traveling there and they're going to be looking at different, uh, you, you know, th- they're looking for vacation. So in that case, you can go to Costa Rica or Belize or Bali or Barcelona and go for these rentals. but. When you're getting going, you want to stay local, learn the business, build it up locally, and then expand internationally or nationally. So that's kind of my take on what the best market is. There really isn't one. The best market is where the best properties fall. And you can do that. You can find that by doing your research, comping properly, knowing what your market is, knowing where to make money and how to outperform your market is where you're going to make the most progress. So the best market is where you make it. There's not one specific destination that is the best market, but know your laws, know your property, know your numbers. And uh, that's all I got to say about that. I will see you on the next episode. Thank you so much for listening to today's show. We're truly happy to pass on this wealth of information to you about what it takes to build true passive income. And I hope you got some great value from today's episode. 
Now, before you go, if you could do us a huge favor and go and leave a review and subscribe to the channel if you like what you heard, it helps us a great deal regarding the podcast and our rankings and all of that good jazz. If you need more resources from the show, follow me on Instagram at TomJohnSwan underscore. And until next time, I will see you on the next show. Thanks again.